Welcome. I'm Shelby Wagner, and this is Catalyst for Conversation, a podcast designed to spark curiosity in you. In this show, we discuss topics that challenge you to understand why you think the way you do and offer opportunities to encounter diverse perspectives, all in the name of helping individuals live together with authenticity, integrity, and empathy. Let's get started. If you're joining me for the first time, I typically like to dive right in and get to the heart of the conversation. Today is going to be a little bit different. I typically publish without editing, but I normally at least run through what I want to say once before I hit record. And today I want to give myself the room to explore and be curious and let my voice take me where it feels like it needs to go. That said, I have had a topic that has been pressing on my throat for a while, and that's talking about why doing work that matters is so important. If you follow me on Instagram or know me personally, you know I'm a personal development coach. I typically work with people who are focusing on bringing authenticity to their leadership or pivoting away from work that truly does not fulfill them anymore. And I have spent this past year creating resources and workshops uh, as a way to help people like that, and it might be you, to discover what's beneath uh, the challenges and the barriers. And what I've found is that people really need time to be intentional about understanding who they are, about looking into their identity about remembering who they came here to be and what they came here to do. And through that, I have uh, created what I call the identity mosaic. It's a creative tool to help people use imagery to find words, excuse me, uh, words for what it is that define them and describe them in a way that feels a little more fluid and expansive. And what I have found is that it is hard to market and package up and fill into a neat little square, that it, it will be an ongoing conversation because it's something that's new and different, both the tool and the topic. Now, you know, identity, knowing who you are is not new, but I think understanding who you are and the importance behind it and the importance, especially that it serves to your work or your contribution, I don't know how much those two have been brought together in conversation. And so today I want to explore how I understand it and to give you a little insight into it and maybe it becomes something that makes sense to you. So beginning again with that that notion that work that matters is important. And for me on that largest scale, it's important because each of us is here to do something. And I don't necessarily mean in a way that like you have a single purpose, like come and do this job, come and, you know, become a sales executive. Not in that way. It's more like an essence. 
it's more expansive in a way. And how you choose to live that out is up to you. And there are multiple ways to live it out. But I think it's very important for people to understand what their essence is, if you will, their identity, so they can understand how to best live that out. And what I see in the world right now is because of the way we have evolved from like the industrial revolution and work being this thing we do to survive, this thing we do in exchange for money, this thing we do for resources, we have lost along the way the fact that each of us are here to do something important, impactful, something that could shift the world. And when I say the world, I'm not, I don't mean like you're going to become the next Oprah. I don't know. Maybe you will. And some might even argue maybe Oprah hasn't done enough. But the change that I'm talking about is that there is something that only you can deliver with your gifts and your talents in the combination of living in this time. And it might be in your home, it might be in your community, it might be in your church, it might be in your workplace, wherever it is, there is something that you can offer in certain spaces that only you can deliver, that you came here to do. And because so many of us have been conditioned to follow the expectations of the world around us or what our parents did, we have been ignoring the call to do what we came here to do. And I want to stress that this doesn't look like starting a nonprofit. It doesn't look like, you know, um, saving the whales. Again, it can be. But what it's about is really listening to what's on your heart and what you're feeling called to do. I'm working with a client right now who is feeling called to do leadership differently, to infuse compassion into the sales process, to redefine success in you know, a corporate environment. That's what I mean by we each have something to do and it will look different. So I think there are a few things. It's recognizing where you have been led down a path that does not truly align with who you are and what you came here to do. It's about being courageous enough to believe that you came here with unique gifts that we need right now. And it's about being bold enough to dare to do it, to see what else is possible, and to show us all something else is possible. And I believe that in part is what I am here to do, to be the example, to spark the conversation to get people to think about the possibilities that what we've always done is not what we need to continue to do. And what you've always done is not the best measure of the work that you enjoy, of the work that 
brings you meaning and purpose and fulfillment. It is simply work you've done. And I realize that not all of us are here in a time to make peace with that. I don't even know if that's the right word to really work on it in this time, in this lifetime, whatever your beliefs might be. I believe we come here at different times for different reasons. And some of us are here and will show up and move through the cycles. Go to work, come home, wake up, go to work, come home. And might not get to it in this lifetime, that breaking out of the shell. There might be a different lesson. But I am convinced there are some of you who in this lifetime are here to bring something different. And I feel in my heart and in my bones that I'm here to speak to you. And I'm here to tell you it's okay to trust it. It's okay to lean into it. And that if you want it, if you're ready, and if you're willing, let others help you. Take the first step. Speak it. Write about it. Let it begin to breathe. And know that you are not alone. There are more of you out in the world, and I am one of them. You might be wondering, is she talking to me? (laughs) Am I one of those people? And I think if you are asking yourself that question, I'm willing to bet the answer is yes. Of course, only you know the answer. But how I knew that there was something else I was here to do is that I hit a point at my work in my corporate organization where I was working where I could feel like there wasn't anything else for me to learn. That I, for five to seven years, had been really hungry for learning and understanding and gaining the knowledge and trying it out and testing. And then it was like it just dropped off. Like if there were a chart showing my progress and progression and growth, it was like, and all of a sudden it just halted. And I knew that there was more. And that as much as I wanted it to be found in the place where I was and how easy that would be to not need to switch jobs or find a new place to work, I just knew in my heart that it it wasn't going to fit anymore. Now, it took me two years to really do something about it. I would apply for jobs. I even took a step towards something that felt similar to what I'm doing now, and it didn't align. 
uh, because in the end, it wouldn't have been my way. And if I was going to leave to really follow my heart, I couldn't follow somebody else's path. And so it took a while. It took exploration. I became a Clifton Strengths coach prior to that journey of really understanding where do I want to go next. And I would say that digging into Clifton Strengths, digging into Enneagram, and more recently digging into human design were all tools that gave me the courage and confidence to say, yes, I am here for more. And I'd say that's probably the hardest part of this journey of doing work that matters is that you have to really come to understand who you are and trust and believe it. You have to read those words that say, you are amazing at perfecting. You are amazing at deepening relationships. People want to trust you. They want to bring you your stories. And when you read those words that describe you, you have to believe it. And it's hard because there's likely never been a time in your life where someone has been that specific about how amazing you are. And it's a lot to take in. And sometimes, yes, you read it and you say, oh, I knew it and I know that's me. But reading it and saying, I know that's me is different than saying, I believe that is me. And not only do I believe it, I know that I am here to do something with that. And that is, I would say, the hardest part of accepting that you are here to do work that matters and to set out on that path is you have to do that digging, that unearthing, that believing. And it's a process and it's a continual process. It is one that I have been doing and will continue to do as I learn more and more and more about who I am and how I was uniquely made. Because this world will press on you in ways that it wants you to stay the same. You will have friends and family members who will not get who this new person is emerging or these dreams that you have that sound bizarre. Because if you're one of those people who's here in this lifetime to do meaningful, impactful work, it's going to look different. It's going to sound different. And most people won't get it at first. And you have to trust that it is not for them. Not yet anyway. So you must be willing to look and accept who you are. And not just the things that sound pretty, right? It's looking into those blind spots. And I would say the Enneagram helped me shine a light on those places I'd rather not look. And actually for so long, I thought I was a type eight and recently have settled into a type five. Um, and while both of those numbers are in, in who I am, 
there's a difference. There was a fear in my type eight that I was clinging to due to a story from my childhood. And now that I've emerged as a type five, as this person who is, you know, um, kind of strategic and in my mind, it makes more sense for me because I am an emotional person and a thinking person. And clinging to that type eight showed me a lot of blind spots about my fear and insecurity in the world, a seed that was planted when I was younger. And I am susceptible to that. And it's a blind spot I have to be aware of. And so that is part of the work too. But I can tell you it is extremely freeing, extremely freeing to know what your barriers are, what your challenges are, and to understand that lots of them are thoughts, however powerful are thoughts. They can be overcome. They do not need to hold you back. It's one of my favorite things as being a coach is helping people see that, reflecting back those words, reflecting back those stories and saying, do you see now? Once you put it on the table, once you lay it all out, you can make sense of it. But the longer it stays hidden, the longer it stays inside and you don't speak it and you don't see it and you don't hold it, the longer it, it keeps you hidden. And it's suffocating to hold those things inside. And sometimes you don't even know it. That's a year ago, I gave words to a story that happened to myself when I was younger. And it was so healing just to write about it. Before I had even shared it with anybody, to write about it and to write to my younger self and to have a story of forgiveness between the two of us, the adult me and the younger me. And then to move on and give words to it to share with my family, my husband, my friends. It was so freeing. And I had no idea how much space it was taking up, how much energy, like the data running in the background of a computer. I had no idea. But once those words were set free, it was like, I was free to move on to this next level of my work. And so I share that with you to think about and consider as you really, really want to step out and do something that feels more meaningful or more authentic. Again, it can be just about becoming more authentic where you are. Is recognizing if you have a solid foundation built for yourself of who you are. If you have some of those stories playing in the background that are taking up precious energy. That is the work to do as well. When I say work that matters, it is as much about you as it is about the contribution that you are looking to make. Because there really can be no greater work than the work of yourself, especially as it helps you emerge. 
is who you really are. Someone recently asked me how I knew it was time to do work that really brought me joy. How I knew it was it was safe to leap. And a few things I shared with them is one, I got in a good place mentally. Now where I am now, And where I was, you know, um, I think back to that, you know, that two years prior, worlds of difference, but I was still in a good place to take that step. And I had a solid foundation of a coaching partner, coaching person for the personal side of me, a coaching partner for the business side of me. I did my own work of just looking at my finances and understanding what do I really need to live? Money becomes such an important part of the conversation early on, but then it fades a bit as, as you go on your journey, or at least it did for me. But what I really knew it was time, like I said, is I had hit that wall, but also I was just feeling in my body a lot of gut health problems. I was tired. I couldn't sleep. And I knew it was time from a physical standpoint. And then it was, it just knew I had to leap. And I took a step. I had money saved for a few months and just told myself I would reevaluate. And then if I had to, I could get a new job. I could always go back to what I had been doing if for some reason it doesn't work. And that's how it worked for me. It might look different for you. I can tell you, though, the biggest step is admitting that there is something else on your heart or that there is more possibility to bring to what you are doing now. Be willing to admit it write those words down, and share them with somebody. And as you do that, begin to think about what kind of support you can build for yourself because there will be days with doubt and there will be moments where you think, what have I done? Does this even matter? And when you invest in that personal development, when you take Clifton Strengths or dive into Enneagram or human design. Those are the resources that bolster you, that keep you pointed in that direction. And that says, yes, this is who I am. And this is what I came here to do. They're reminders. You will need reminders. And find friends and partners to be reminders too, to re- reflect back to you all the amazing things that you are and that you came here to do. Today, (laughs) I really had no idea what I wanted to say, but I just wanna end with doing work that matters can change our world. And for those of you who are here to do that, I encourage you to begin your journey. 
There are so many challenges in the world today that so many of us came here to help solve. And again, that could be globally, it can be locally, in your community, in your workspace, at your office, whatever that context looks like for you. If you feel it on your heart, don't doubt it. Read those words and begin to believe that is exactly who you are and more. The world needs you. And I'm excited to see what you do. Catalyst for Conversation is hosted by me, Shelby Wagner. Join me next time as I continue to discuss topics that tap into your curiosity and strengthen your self-awareness. Together, let's unlock the creativity and empathy we need to build a better world.